Blog Talk Radio. and around the world, streaming live on the internet, it's Real Estate Coaching Radio, bringing you the latest news, interviews, and secrets of the top producers. Hosted by award-winning real estate coaches, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. Tim and Julie Harris broadcasting live from overcast and rainy Austin, Texas. So, Julie, are you on the radio? I am indeed. Okay, perfect. So, guys, listen, we like to say this is your only source for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action, make you money in this new real estate recovery. And you know what? We mean it. Because, you know, oftentimes what you're going to hear from us on our radio show, and certainly for those of you who are bold enough to request a free coaching call, is you're going to hear things that you aren't going to hear any other places. You're going to have us tell you things that you should be doing in your real estate business that a lot of other folks won't. Now, why won't they tell you the things that we're going to tell you? Oftentimes because they don't know. That's just the stone-cold truth. They don't know what we know from having been successful selling real estate, selling thousands of homes you know, for over a decade. And they don't certainly know what we know from having had tens of thousands, Julie and I calculate that we personally have done over 100,000 uh, coaching calls in our over 10-year career coaching agents full-time. So the fact is, guys, and when you request a free coaching call, I want you to have your ears open, your eyes open, and your pen in hand ready to take notes because it's going to probably be a very intense and potentially life-changing event. So remember, always go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. So, Julie, there was a new report that came out today, and this new report was on CNBC. Uh, CNBC talked about a study that Zillow just released. And I thought this was very mm-hmm. interesting. So I'm going to read just a little quick blurb from it, and sure. then we're going to get on today to presenting today's topic. So here's just the opening paragraph. And guys, I put this on realestateinsidernews.com, a condensed version, if you just want to jump on there and check it out. So home prices are moving so far so fast that at least a 1,000 local housing markets have hit all-time high prices, according to Zillow. It should come no surprise, therefore, that the potential home sellers are giddy with value. I even hear them say, this is a quote, I even hear them say that prices are skyrocketing, says Jerry, Jeremy Cunningham from Northern Virginia, Virginia Real Estate Agent with Redfin, a real estate brokerage. When you ask them what their source of data is and where they're getting all the, their information, they, sellers, say it's more of a vibe. Now, here's what I thought was really interesting. 40% of sellers surfi- surveyed by Redfin said they are planning on pricing their homes above market value when they list in the second quarter of this year. That's up from 33% at the beginning of the year. Redfin pulled uh, 1,128 active home sellers across 25 U.S. markets. Confidence is behind it all. Uh, 52% said they're confident that now's a good time to sell versus just 37.5% three months ago. This conversely, as sales or existing home sales are actually lower in March by 7.5% from a year ago, according to the National Association of Realtors. So what does this mean to you if you're – if you've not yet learned how to be a listing agent or you're not essentially focused on becoming a listing agent, things are about to get a lot harder for you because of the fact that your buyers now are obviously going to be forced to pay higher prices. In certain markets, it's going to create a lot of consternation because the houses won't appraise. 
If you're dealing with sellers that are not motivated, that just want to sell to take advantage of the market and don't have to sell, you're signing yourself up for a lot of uh, disappointment as they aren't able to reach their lofty prices. Because what's going to happen, and this happens, by the way, this is a, the same type of report that comes out every year this time, is what's going to happen is a lot of sellers are going to put their houses on the market overpriced. They're going to sit. They're going to get price reductions. And we're going to see in about two quarters, we're going to see that, guess what? Home price you know, reductions are at an all-time high. Well, it makes sense because it's going to be what happens when there's an all-time number of uh, sellers overpricing. The bottom line, guys, is it's going to be hard to price listings this time of year because of the fact that sellers are, for the most part, going to have their heads stuck in the clouds about potential values. So you're going to have to be really good at presenting the CMA, but even more importantly, you're going to have to become a very powerful at getting price reductions. And those of you who are working with buyers, well, you're going to have to learn how to explain to buyers why something that they would have bought six months ago is now priced significantly more than what it will be priced today. And the problem you're going to have with these buyers is what are they going to say? Well, I'll just wait for the prices to readjust, and then they'll continue renting. This always goes back to our really the kind of a, a founding tenet of any successful agent. They know to focus on sellers, and they also know the difference between a have-to-sell and a want-to-sell seller. So I'm not going to take the next you know, 30 minutes to explain the difference to you, but if you don't know, or if you've worked with sellers in the past and not been successful, the chances are those sellers didn't have to sell. They just wanted to sell, and so you wasted your time and oftentimes money trying to motivate somebody that just frankly was unmotivatable. So, Julie, you've done a lot of coaching calls today. I've seen you on your phone pretty much all day. Mm-hmm. Any, of this, yep. uh, any of this ring true with you with any of your today's coaching calls? Yeah, absolutely. We would have been talking about the power of using an example for your CMA of someone who priced correctly and sold right away, probably for full asking, versus someone who overpriced waited four or five months, maybe expired twice in the meantime, and ultimately ended up not just taking less for the property, but also making those five house payments in between, with the question being, which seller would you rather be today? Who is the happier client? And if you can find comps that, that back you up on that, then you're not really making it about them. You're using examples that are not them, and that's always powerful to depersonalize that pricing conversation. And maybe they're still going to want to roll the dice and overprice it, but at least they're going to see with a real-world example what, how that can be a folly to them. And in the meantime, they're making house payments, HOA payments, property tax payments, and still statistically taking less on their property because, you know, do houses get better with age? Do listings really improve with age? Does the price go up the longer it's on the market or does it go down? So if you can use real examples, particularly if you can find them in their own neighborhood, because they might even know the neighbors, right? And they can go, yeah, that house was on the market forever, man. I saw the sign go up three times before that finally sold. And then you can say, is that the situation you want to sign up for? Or would you rather be like seller A, who sold it right away for full list and went on with their housing needs? Well, you know, all these, again, guys, this is a, you know, scripts, pricing, CMA presentation, explaining the sellers how the market dynamics actually, you know, change on a day-by-day basis. This is all the types of things we focus in and drill down on with all of our coaching clients. But I, you know, as Julie was going through that example, you know what I was thinking, Julie? I was was thinking of the agent who's just learning to be a listing agent who then basically walks into a listing appointment, guns a-blazing, and their primary focus is getting their price. And if they don't list it at the right price, they're not going to take the listing. 
Guys, don't make that mistake either. Because here's the simple fact. If you lose a listing over price and the seller has to sell, in other words, they're not a want to sell, you made a mistake. You just did. Now, did I, am I telling you to go in there and tell the seller some ridiculous price and, hopes, and hoping and praying that eventually over time you can beat them down? No, of course not. But if you have a seller, maybe it's because some other agent told them an inflated price, and if you have a seller that has to sell, remember we're to, you know, not a want to sell, but it has to sell, you take the listing over price and be honest with the seller, explaining to them that, yes, Mr. Seller, I can understand why you'd think the house was worth in this price range, so let's go ahead and get it listed today, get it for sale, but we have to agree that after two weeks or ten showings, if we do not have a written verifiable, i.e. real offer, that we'll reposition the house on the market to more correctly reflect the buyer's expectations. The point is don't lose it overpriced if the seller has to sell. So we're going to take a real quick break. When we get back, we're going to get today's topic. And, Julie, I think this today's topic is the essence of success. It's the mm-hmm. most important thing that anyone successful in any industry knows and lives by, whether they know it or not. So we're going to talk about that when we come back after this quick break. Is coaching right for you? And how can I guarantee it will work for me? Chances are you are asking yourself those questions right now. I'll answer those critical questions for you in just a moment. But first, let's be honest about something you may have always suspected. You've probably always known that the nation's top 1% of realtors, you know, those millionaire agents you see on TV, they possess a secret knowledge that the other 99% of agents do not have. Where did they learn what they know? And more importantly, how did they learn how to put this closely guarded information into money-making action? It's simple. They have a coach. Not just any coach. The nation's mega millions, top 1% of the realtors know that in order to maintain their almost unfair advantage, that they must have their own personal coach, a proven market-tested coach who has truly walked in their shoes, a coach who has worked with many of the nation's leading agents. At this point, you're probably ready to maybe try coaching. However, you don't want to be unfairly locked into a long-term ball and chain that coaching contracts can give you. It just makes sense that you should be able to try it before you buy it. Even more importantly, you want to have a coach who is the best of the best not someone who is simply assigned to you, or even worse, has never sold real estate. Can you imagine? If this is you, I have something for you right now that is exactly what you have been looking for. For the next 48 hours, Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching is offering you a free coaching call. This is a real coaching call with a real Tim and Julie Harris coach. Now, while you are thinking about it, why don't you visit us online? at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to get started. Once again, that is freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Now, let's be clear. This exclusive coaching opportunity is only available for the first 50 realtors who are stone-cold serious about their real estate business and know that in order to succeed at the highest level, they must hire a coach. So don't wait any longer. Take action now and visit us again at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to schedule your free coaching call. Again, that's free coaching calls. 
www.sportagents.com. Thanks so much. See you all soon. Okay, guys. So the topic of today's call, and this is something that I really, if this is the only thing you ever learn from any of our radio shows, this would be it. The one thing that I want all of you just to basically have tattooed on your brains so you can never forget this. It took me too long to learn this, and now this is almost always the first thing I try to impress upon any of my personal coaching clients. So here it is, guys. And this is a simple fact that 99% of your success will come from this one thing. And it's not a big mystery, so here it is. Doing which, write this down, (laughs) doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it. At the highest level, a lot of you have heard us say this before, but are you actually practicing it? At the highest level is the key to your long-term lasting success. Doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level is the key to your long-term lasting success in everything. Now, why is that true? Because a lot of us believe, and we've been, oh, I'm going to say the word that popped into my mind first, lied to in order to believe that basically success comes from uh, feeling motivated. And we then have to go through this 10-step motivational process, read this motivational book, attend this motivational event, or drink this motivational beverage, right? Isn't that what we're led to believe? So in other words, we're led to believe that on the other side of a feeling will come the actions necessary to lead to the success. But here's a fact. How often in just the past month have you woken up and actually felt motivated, truly felt motivated to do the hard work, to do the lead generation calls, to do the lead follow-up, to do the stuff that actually makes you money? How many days in the past, I mean, we're halfway through May, you know, how many days so far this month in the past 12 days, not quite halfway through, have you actually felt motivated in the morning? If you're like normal people, it would be maybe 10%. So hardly ever is the answer. So if you think about that for a second, the reality of it is is if you're waiting around to feel a certain way, you're never going to feel that way often enough to accomplish enough success. Julie, does that make sense? It absolutely does because you hear that from agents all the time. You know, what, we always ask them, you know, why do you feel you're off track if that's where, they, you know, where they're at coming to the call? Well, I just haven't felt motivated lately. Okay, so we're talking about feelings in a business situation, right? They're waiting to somehow feel motivated. And that's what causes agents to seek that little motivation hit here and there without realizing that how long does that really last anyway? You know, maybe a day. And we see it after uh, events, right? Agents will go to some big prospecting event, and then it seems like everybody's all juiced up on prospecting, and it lasts for like 12 and a half hours. Exactly. And then they're not motivated again, and they don't feel like calling their leads back because I'm waiting to feel motivated, which is basically allowing your feelings to dictate your income. Well, Julie, so let's break it down. Doing what you don't want to do. So write down now in your notes, yes, take notes, of the things that you know you don't want to do on a regular basis. So Julie and I are going to be like mind readers. Here are the things that you're going to write down. We're just focused on business and making you money. So, Julie, what are the things they typically don't want to do? And let's just lay it out. Okay, so usually that starts with anything having to do with outbound prospecting of any sort, which can be perceived as cold calling, even if they're calling their past clients who already know, love, and trust them. Prospecting is always on the list. I would say uh, lead follow-up because the excuse that goes with that is I don't want to be pushy. I don't want to bug them. Right. You know. Um, so, you know, curiously, things that lead directly to a paycheck are on this list. 
Well, okay, so in other words, doing their jobs as salespeople basically right. the things and, that they're avoiding. Yeah, and it's very pervasive because it doesn't stop there. It can also apply to people that have lots of listings. They don't feel like, and believe me, we understand this because that's the life <laughs> we lead, led, okay? They don't feel like calling their sellers for a price reduction. Well, who does? When are you ever going to feel motivated to do that? It's unnatural, okay? Um, <laughs> you know, driving around checking on your vacant listings to make sure you still have the listing when they sell, maybe you don't feel like doing that, right? Maybe you don't feel like dealing with a home inspection, but you're going to have to in order to reach that closing. So the interesting thing about that quote, Tim, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level Agents usually get stuck on that first part, doing things that they don't want to do. But there's so much more to it because once you overcome that, it's doing the things that you don't want to do when you don't want to do it, which would be pretty much any time and consistently. But then there's this whole other level, which is if you're going to do it, do it at the highest level possible. Don't go for a little $5,000 price reduction that nobody's going to notice. Do something using a script, helping the seller understand why it's critical that they do this for their own success. You're doing that at the highest level. Well, it's the difference between somebody who actually makes contacts versus someone who actually makes appointments, right? It's what you exactly. call contactitis. So mm -hmm. those, a lot of you guys will go through the paces of making contacts. You know, those of you who've been with us for long enough, you know that at the end of the day, your job is not to be hiding behind a computer, sending emails or updating your Facebook status. Your job is actually to be speaking to people either in person or on the phone. That's how you get paid. That's how you'll always get paid. So if you're not, if you're resisting the very basics of this job, or by the way, any job, which is direct contacts with folks, the chances are you're falling prey to not understanding that the key to long-term success is doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. So if you were to just make a decision today that you are going to start making a minimum number of contacts every single day to actual sellers or actual leads that you're following up on, and you were to hold yourself accountable to, say, 10 a day, uh, within probably 30 days your life would change. If for no other reason than you being in the action of doing the, the function every day would change your mindset. So doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. So what does that mean? Not just making the contacts, but making the contacts with the intent of selling the appointment. Not Julie's example, not just calling and getting the easy over-the-phone price change, but actually maybe getting yourself in a situation where you have to kind of confront the seller about their unrealistic expectations about price, especially if the market starts to shift, which, listen to your coach, is going to happen in third or fourth quarter. How do I know that? Because there's going to be too many homes for sale that are overpriced, and obviously people are going to start talking about you know, the fact that homes aren't appreciating as fast, and all this other Mickey Mouse information is going to start coming out where people are going to act like they're surprised by this huge market shift, but the reality of it is it's predictable. Too many houses coming for sale, too much new construction, you know, are, the sellers that are pricing are overpricing, mix in with the new construction towards the end of the year, we're going to have the market start to feel like it's favoring buyers again. That's normal. That's what's supposed to happen. But in any event, in the short run, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level is true for everything in your life, but especially 
the stuff that gets you paid, and that would be lead generation, lead follow-up, presenting, negotiating, and closing. Those five key functions, if you do those on a regular basis, every single day, around the schedule, at the highest level, realistically 60 to 90 days, you're going to see miraculous changes in your business. You're going to see consistent closings, consistent cash flow. Tim, this is what everyone says, because it's true. It's true no matter what you try to do. If you wanted to go to the gym today and you wanted to lose 20 pounds and you hired a coach to help you lose weight, they're going to tell you to eat a certain thing, exercise a certain way, do it every single day, log it, track it, compare it to how you did the previous week, and you're going to then see that you're going to get improvement every single day. So, Julie, can you help me understand why so many agents are so attracted to the idea of a overnight silver bullet get-rich-quick scheme that so many agents are, frankly, succumbing to. Yeah, well, that's just the easy path or the perceived easy path, right? That doesn't require polishing your skills. It doesn't require following a schedule. It doesn't really require you to be accountable to anybody or anything. So that's kind of like the maverick version. You know, I got into real estate, so I wouldn't have to do those things, right? But curiously, those agents that sound that way always make the least amount of money and, you know, they are harder to coach, you know, when they're looking for that silver bullet all the time. And I, I appreciate that it's easy to be looking for that because there's people emailing you stuff all the time, you know, just buy my whiz-bang lead generation magic, you know, lead dialer or whatever, okay? But it doesn't work. So why is it? It's because it's the easier path. That's right. Okay. So, Julie, when you run into somebody that's looking for a silver bullet, someone that's actually been avoiding the hard work and not, you know, doing it. How do you coach them around, coach them towards a mindset shift about taking action and doing what they don't want to do when they don't want to do it at the highest level? How do you coach them to that? Well, I think the first thing is to really have an honest conversation about what they're doing now because probably that's the stuff that's easy that they're comfortable with that they've probably been doing for years and what they're getting now, because I wouldn't be talking to them as a potential coaching client or an existing coaching client if they were satisfied with what they were getting. So if we come to terms with the fact that what you're doing now is getting you what you're getting, are you satisfied with that? Because you can keep doing what you're doing and you will keep getting what you're getting. And the answer is always the Probably. same thing. No, because remember, you know, we're talking to them for a reason, okay? Now, that doesn't mean that they're not getting anything. A lot, a lot of you guys, you know, you make enough to pay the bills, which is great. Not everybody figures that out in real estate, but that's really just the first stage. Because if, if for some of you, you could also get a job at Starbucks. At least you'd then have benefits. You'd be working probably more hours. But if you just are doing this to get by, just to keep the lights on, I don't think that's probably why you got your real estate license. So the first stage, I think, is coming to terms with doing what you're doing now is getting what you're getting, and what you're doing now is probably what's easy and comfy for you. And then once, once there's that light bulb, all right, well, I guess if I keep doing that, I can either decide to settle with that, or if I want to get better and make more money and be more consistent, because that's always what we hear. I know how to do it now and then, but I need consistent income months then you have to add to your skill level to get the income that comes to people at a higher skill level. Does that make sense? But so that, where's you know, the resistance, that's the big where's the resistance come in? But where's the resistance come in? Well, I think when you have to do things that make you a little uncomfortable, to your point, doing things that you don't want to do, at times you don't want to do them. And making yourself do that. 
Now, I'll tell you, when you decide that you're going to do it at the highest level, it becomes easier. It's almost like it becomes a game. I'll give you a, a real salient example. When agents do the pre-listing package that we teach in coaching, it's always the same reaction. I feel like prospecting now. I can't wait to be in front of people and share my awesome pre-listing package that I spent all this time putting together and polishing. And now I actually have an answer when they say, why should I list with you? What makes you different than Bob at Remax or Susie at Century 21? Now I can actually answer that question. So I think once you decide that you're going to be the best, and in real estate, you know, if you, when you decide to be the best at just, just take lead follow-up. Be the one who actually follows up. That makes you different. Be the best at pre-qualifying so that you know you're working with someone who's actually going to buy or sell. Be the best at your buyer presentation. That's right. Actually have a buyer presentation. But be the best also at your listing presentation. How do you know you're the best? Because you show up and you take the listing. Be the best at negotiating. So that's where it comes back to that quote. It's not just doing the things, making yourself do stuff you don't feel like doing. It's really committing to doing it at the highest level possible because guess what? That's so much more fun. Well, it's interesting because the being in action aspect makes you feel motivated. Mm-hmm. When you're actually doing something, that's where your motivation comes in. So if you're waiting to feel a certain way and you don't do the things you know you're supposed to be doing because you don't feel a certain way, well, when you actually start doing the things that, you know, we're asking you to do and you're coaching clients, you know, we do our best to insist that you do them, then what happens is the action of doing it makes your physical and psycho- psychological state change so all of a sudden you're feeling motivated to do it. But you can't wait to feel motivated to do it. The doing it, the taking the action, comes before the actual motivation happens. So waiting for your feelings to feel a certain way and the stars to be emotional alignment with you will result in you not getting anywhere, certainly not getting very far. You're just going to have to rely on the stuff that falls in your lap, i.e. the voicemails with hopeful leads and the buyer-buyer leads that you buy and the past client that might want to list with you again. That's no way to build a business. That's no way to actually keep your business going strong. So, Julie, when you have somebody that's basically resisting, doing what they don't want to do when they don't want to do it, like let's just pretend it was you and I talking and I asked you that question. Mm-hmm. What would be going through your head as to why they're resisting? Why would somebody resist well, this when it seems so common sense? There must be some benefit to that resistance. Maybe it keeps them in a comfort zone. They don't have to hear no very much. They don't have to be uncomfortable trying new things that they haven't done before. You know, I mean, I think the natural state for some people at some point is complacency and just staying where, it, even if they're stuck at a place they don't want to be, at least they're familiar with that place. So for me, I don't like to waste a lot of time, and I know you don't either, with coaching call after coaching call. We call that Groundhog Day coaching calls, where they say that they're motivated, they want to do it, they want to make some changes, and yet the actions don't uh, represent that from week to week. So I have a two-call requirement, right? I'll, I'll give you two calls where, you know, you're coming up with excuse du jour and this and that happened and I blah, 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 I'm not feeling motivated. Well, then we'll write down all of your many excuses. I didn't have time. I didn't feel like it. I was sick. There was a holiday, blah, blah, blah. I don't even care what they are. We write them down. We rip them up. We flush them. And you're not allowed to recycle excuses. And then if by the next call that agent isn't doing the things that we have agreed to them doing, which will move them forward and make them more money, 
then we actually use that coaching call to do it. If they said they're going to call expires and they didn't, we're going to use their coaching call to do it and break the ice. And guess what? They always set an appointment. So here's a thought for you guys. What is it that you're resisting the most? Because that is where your growth needs to be. And for many of you, it's going to be hiring a coach. Oh, my God, I'm being self-serving. Yes, I am. I am a salesperson. So is Julie. And all of you should be considering yourselves salespeople as well, which, by the way, that might be the very thing that you're resisting the most, accepting the fact that that is what you are. You are a salesperson. Ask for help. Request a free coaching call. Maybe we're the coaches for you. Maybe we're not. We won't know until we speak. Go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic rest of your day, and we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.